0: Hey folks, um, so I don't actually have any content warnings for this week, um, because it's a really great interview, uh, also we have cats, we have chickens who are all asleep, we have a dog who is chill right now, I don't know what the cat was doing under the, the this one shelf here, so now I'm very concerned, but whatever. Um, and so that's that's pretty much all you need to know about that. That leads me to the bit where I say we swear frequently, sometimes with gusto, often at the cats. That is, um, that is it. So uh, hi, folks. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 274. I am recording this after spending uh, two days at All Things Open, my favorite tech conference in the world. It is uh, done for the year. I spent the entire time at the Elastic booth, and so my productivity was let's meet the people who use um, Elasticsearch and our cloud service, and let's do demos, and let's talk open source. It was really fun. Um, And I'm looking forward to next year, which will be their 11th event, and I'm looking forward to maintaining my perfect attendance record now, Um, because I've been to all of them, and it's been one of those amazing experiences where you see an event start from just kind of the local tech crowd and expand to we're getting speakers from all over the world. Um, just, just amazing. And, uh, I'm trying one of these days I'll get, um, Todd Lewis, who, uh, who came up with the event and is the, the, you know, the company chair and all that stuff. Um, the guy who makes it happen basically someday I'll get him on the show. I just haven't managed to, uh, catch him for that yet. So that's really it. Ursula is in New Orleans today. She left uh, a day early, she left without me um, so that she would be there in case uh, things got delayed. Um, I'm flying out first thing in the morning. So I'm actually recording this in a gap between events. Um, So by the time you hear this, I will probably either be on a layover in Atlanta or, well, by the time this releases anyway, or I will be in New Orleans for World Fantasy Con, where Ursula is the Toastmaster, and we're looking forward to that as well. And really, um, that's about it this week. We, we're in just in between things and, and running around, so uh, I'm going to take us straight to the interview. And i got to say, we have, uh, i am I'm really lucky. Um, that I was able to talk to, uh, Scott, uh, Gatz, who is an activist, um, the founder of, uh, Q Digital, which has all kinds of amazing, uh, news sites about, um, L- about and for and by LGBT- LGBTQIA plus people. It is, um, just uh, a great talk, and I sincerely hope uh, you all enjoy listening to it as much as I did um, recording it uh, with Scott. And, you know, without further ado, uh, we'll have that for you right after this. Hi, folks. I am here today with Scott. Um, Scott Gatz. Hopefully, I got that right. Um yep. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to have Scott on. Uh, Scott, you do activism work. Uh, is that correct?
1: Well, I, you know, activism is a, you know, is a part of that world, but that's not really the core of what we do. You know, ultimately, we're in the business of of, you know, keeping people informed, letting them know what's going on in the world. Um, news entertainment uh first person perspectives kind of key things and important things for um lg the lgbtq community and people who care about the community as well uh, but of course sometimes just doing that it, you know is a- oh yeah yeah
0: so uh that was possibly the worst way i've done this uh the can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do <laughs> so um yeah so uh and nope. y- you're doing it from i'm trying to remember what part of the states you're in
1: yeah so i'm based in san francisco the company okay. is the company that i run is called q digital we're headquartered here and the sites we run Queerdy.com, lgbtqnation.com into and gaycities.com are all about um providing you know news entertainment Mm -hmm. you know lgbtq nations more news queerties more entertainment and pop culture gay cities is for travel and uh and into more is really first person perspectives and really we're just trying to get the you know amplify people's voices and help them Mm -hmm. live their lives to the fullest um and entertain them along the way um you know and uh different sets of people read those different sites yeah but overall we're about you know keeping people informed and keeping people, people entertained.
0: That's, that's absolutely fantastic. So that's a lot on your plate. (laughs) How do you keep yourself organized with all that going on?
1: Well, you know, organization is such a, you know, I think it's, it's like, does anybody organized, you know, we're all, we're all kind of spinning those plates on the the sticks, if you will. Oh yeah, Uh, yeah. Trying to keep all the plates going. And, um, Ultimately, you know, someone gave me a really good analogy once that Uh you can't really do it all, but if you, it's like, it's like a football game, you know, you're trying to move downfield, and, you know, sometimes there's a lot of movement and you, you advance a yard, you know, and it, it, it feels like a little, but honestly, that's, you're a yard closer to the end zone. Yeah. Um, And, you know, if you think about that, you want to get to the first down and then you Uh want to get, you know, a little bit closer the next time and a little closer the next time. Um. And ultimately that's, you know, that's how I try to manage all the stuff that I'm responsible for is a, like, can I move downfield a little bit, little bit, little <laughs> bit, and eventually, you know, you're going to get to the end zone.
0: Yeah. That's, that's one of my favorite things, I guess, about doing what I do is taking that big project, breaking it up into little pieces and then being able to say, okay, I made progress. Here's a little piece done. Here's a little piece done, a little piece done. Um, and it makes it that much less daunting. You can see the big picture, but you, you've got to back up and just think about
1: the little steps, right? Yes, yeah, so true, so true.
0: Yeah, do you use any, um, are there any tools or, or applications you find particularly useful
1: yeah. You know, so we, uh, at work, we use Asana to, to manage our projects. Um, Ooh. but I'll also use, you know, simple to-do list managers. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I, I've rotated through so many through <laughs> my life, you know, list and, uh, Microsoft finally bought To Do List, I think. Oh, bought Wonder I think. They bought Wonder
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, pour, everybody pour one out for Wonder
1: <laughs> It was
0: so good.
1: Yeah. It, it really was. So I've kind of moved off of that, and now I'm just using simple Apple Remind. You know, Apple Notes. Oh yeah, uh, which have been surprisingly good. You know, the, with check boxes and ability to just like drop <laughs> in a little bit of text. And it, the thing I like about it is it's with me. You know, that's the thing is it's I've got a notes app on my phone. I've got a notes app on my desktop um, Mm -hmm. and I keep track of it all and it works. But but again, you know, for group projects, something like Asana or or we've used Smartsheet in the past, too, are are really great tools to do group collaboration because they can't all see my notes, obviously.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. And that's uh, one of the interesting things. I took a, a note taking course. I mean, it's sort of a note-taking course. It was much more of a note-organizing course, um, the the building a second brain thing. And there was a folk there. There were whole subgroups about what tool are you using, so that we mm-hmm. can help you use it effectively. Um,
1: and yeah, I think uh, if I, I, my my whole philosophy in life though is that if you're thinking too much about the tool, you're not doing the thing, you know. And I think some of these tools have such a high learning curve that they kind of miss the mark. Um, you know, I have a whole bunch of sheets of paper in front of me right now, scribbled <laughs> all over my desk. And sometimes, you know, that kind of works too. Um, mm-hmm. it's not yeah. as portable as, as Apple notes or Asana or any of these tools, but it kind of works. And, you know, maybe if I had to read a book to learn it, I wouldn't do it. Uh, so it's here.
0: Uh, one of the, one of the reasons I have a remarkable too, I showed you earlier and the, it's, uh, digital paper basically so i don't have piles of paper but man all of my notes for the podcast end up in this thing because i can just that's take great. it out write on it and you know next page done without thinking about it and that, i think that's that's really important is is that lack of friction where you don't have to think about it you can just do mm-hmm. you know take the note make the reminder and then go do it
1: yeah i love that i love that yeah. uh,
0: so all right with simple notes with simple task manager with that there, there becomes a question now, obviously you probably have some systems and habits that augment that. So you want to talk about those a little bit?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's getting harder as I'm getting older, but you know, there's always the nagging things in my brain that, you know, Mm -hmm. you need to get done. And, you know, um, at first I got frustrated when I would forget things But then I realized how much, um, the things that are important will float to the top. And maybe Mm -hmm. if you're forgetting it, uh, that's telling you something. I mean, obviously you don't, you know, everybody forgets something important too once in a while, but, um, you know, it's in essence, you know, you trust yourself to do a little bit of prioritization when you're overwhelmed and Mm -hmm. the things that float to the top in your brain are helpful. Um, I do once in a while, you know, you do the review of everything, like look through all my notes. What did I miss that maybe I cared about three weeks ago, but ended up in a pile somewhere or ended up in a note that I'm not looking at anymore? Yeah. Um, And then bring it forward, you know, write it again. Um, Mm -hmm. And, or not, you know, by doing that process, you might be like, you know, those three weeks passed, I forgot it three weeks ago, and that was the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Or gosh, I really shouldn't have forgotten this 3 weeks ago and I'm glad to pick it back up again. I think that's kind of continually worked well. Um and same with emails by the way, you know the Oh yeah. Uh, the, the things that are important will come back to you even if you miss it. Um and so kind of allowing that to happen, I know that, that almost sounds like the chaos management, but um <laughs> there's some truth to that, you know, the important things will not will not be ignored. Um, and just Trusting that is okay.
0: Or they won't let themselves be ignored. Exactly. You know, and I, I found that both professionally and personally. So
1: yeah. Um,
0: cool. Wow. That, that, Ends like
1: deep dive time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've I've been so perfect and succinct there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, now now we can get now now we can start to get a little interesting because I'm wondering now what does a typical day look like and how do you decide what to do first. As part yeah, of that? So the,
1: you know, it's it's interesting. Like at the beginning, you know, I, I founded this company 14 years ago. Oh wow! And it was just me and a couple other people, and so the typical day was literally wearing different hats all day um, hopping from one thing of, and doing lots Mm -hmm. of the doing we've grown so much that now my meeting, my days are kind of filled with meetings, but um, it's really all about, you know, I go back to that football analogy, moving things Mm downfield. Like we'll talk, you know, in the morning I'll be talking with the sales team about, you know, crafting a a sales pitch and how we want to position ourselves and how we want, you know, we make our money from advertising. Uh Um, and we work with some amazing brands and how do we want to pitch to them? How do we want to talk to them? But then I'll, I'll hop onto the very next call, you know, dealing with our accountant and going through finances and what it's, what our report, you know, what are, what are kind of key things? Where are we running a little hot in the expenses? Um, and then hop to, a video, video production call where we're talking about new, new video launches that we're doing. Oh, yeah. Um, and then a brainstorm for a crazy new idea in the future. Um, so I get to my day, each day is really unique and special and, mm-hmm. um, and it's incredibly enjoyable. You know, the idea that you don't ever do, um, one thing kind of constantly. And I think that's the joy in, you know, for me, the joy of being an entrepreneur, um, that I get to wear all those different hats. I get to do all those different things, or at least work with the people who are doing all those things yeah. on a regular basis.
0: Yeah. What about, what about your downtime? Like, do you, do you have like a, a morning routine and then an evening shutdown routine? I noticed there's a Teletubby on the shelf behind you. <laughs> so I'm betting there's probably some family time in there somewhere.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, the, I am, I'm not a morning person. So I always read those articles about the people who wake up at, you know, 5am and by, by 8am they've conquered the world. And. Oh, I hate those. You know, yeah, me yeah. too. <laughs> um, it's like, I, if I can sleep in, I mean, I, one of the first, one of the last things I do at night is check my calendar for the next day. And it's yeah. like, okay, can I sleep in, you know, and sleep in is yeah. relative terms. And it's like, not <laughs> like I'm sleeping till noon, but you know the difference between having to wake up at 7 versus you know 8:30 is like wonderful um so my mornings are just about you know get up grab breakfast and then uh get my kid off to school if if I need yep. to that day and uh, ultimately just sit at my desk and start off you know with whatever like my to-do list has got mm-hmm. um my end of day i've you know my husband and I have worked really hard to make sure we have dinner together every night as every night as possible. So, yep. um, by six thirty, I need to get off the computer and, uh, and be at the dinner table. And I think that's been one of the most important things since our son was born, um, is to make that effort and to be there. And sometimes I have to go back on afterwards. Um, but that's okay. And I reckon, you know, I often come up with the idea of what I call couch projects, like stuff that <laughs> doesn't take too much thinking, but you could do later on. And so I'll punt a few of those till after dinner while I'm watching TV that I can do on the couch. Um, but that that making sure I make time for that dinner is incredibly important.
0: Yeah. Um, when my kids were younger, they're one is a junior in college my youngest is a junior in college this year so it's been a while but when my my children were you know in that age category it was uh, that that significantly younger age it was i think very important to try to get everybody to the table for for at least one meal so that you're sharing at least that time and space and then they turned into teenagers and didn't want to spend any time at the table it was much more of a you know can I take my dinner upstairs because I'm in the middle of a, of a raid or <laughs> something like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and we're just, mm-hmm. we're just approaching that time. So we'll have to mm-hmm. see, but, um, but it's been a very strong, you know, strongly held thing in our family. And so I think, uh, we'll you know, we're going to keep insisting as long as we possibly can.
0: Yeah. I, I, we, we did our best. So, mm. um, yeah, you know, so,
1: but life intervenes. Yes. I life understand.
0: intervenes. Yes. And uh, and so does, so does adolescence. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, well, then we have um, lots of time to talk about what, uh, uh, what I think of as the, the fun questions. Like these are my favorite questions to ask. Um, and the first is what is the best advice you'd been given? Uh, in addition to, or, you know, and, or however you want to think about it, um, the best advice you you would give someone else.
1: It's a, an amazing question. Um, and gosh, over the years I've been given a lot of really good advice, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, um, I've been blessed with a lot of folks who are willing to kind of share their knowledge. And you, you know, the the fun part is picking through the knowledge, you know, everyone's got a little bit different. Some of it works for you. Some of it doesn't, um, you know, uh, gosh, I mean the, one of the best pieces of advice I think I was given, because I get to manage lots of people now, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. is really looking at everyone, And we've all got. My former boss called it. um, We've got balance sheets, kind of like a a financial balance sheet. You got pluses and you got minuses, Uh but they all they all add up um, to make a well rounded person. And if you only look at the negatives, you're missing out on something. But you can't also only look at the positives either. Um, we recognize that we all have those and there's strengths and there's things that we're not so strong at and recognizing that. And then when you add up your team, Mm -hmm. um, understand that everybody's got different strengths. And when you put them together, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just like a balance sheet would roll up into a bigger one. You know, those pluses will all, will all add up together and the negatives will all add up together. And you want to make sure everything stays in balance. Um, but recognize that that's Okay. Um, you know, there's going to be people who aren't good at certain things. I'm not good at certain things. Um, so when it comes to doing a project with someone, I want to make sure somebody fills in the things I'm not good with. And, uh, I, I think recognizing that was incredibly important. You know, sometimes you just get so frustrated and you're like, well, that's not what that person's good at. That's not what I'm good at. Um, and it applies to so many things in life. Like, don't be in a job where you you know you're required to do the negatives that you you oh, yeah, yeah. you know find a job where your your positives are appreciated and a team where your positives complement those on the other team yeah and so the best advice i've ever given um <laughs> is a harder one i don't know if any of my advice is that good but um you know i, I um you know, I like to think, uh, it, especially being an entrepreneur, there's a lot of luck involved in being mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. Luck oh. just kind of comes oh, your way. About it. Yeah. Or it doesn't, you know, and um, that kind of sucks sometimes. Um, <laughs> but when luck does come, that's when you need to be opportunistic. Look out for it, pay attention to it, act upon it. Um, that thing is being thrown at you for a good reason. Um, and, mm-hmm. You know, don't be afraid to take advantage of it, to try. Um, and even if there's a little bit of fake it till you make it, to make that thing that came by, it might've been a lucky phone call you got or a, a special interview you got or a special advertiser you got that you, that just was kind of crazy luck, but you mm-hmm. weren't expecting. Um, take advantage of it. Give it a try. Do it. Um, and uh, and you, you might be surprised where you turn out.
0: I. Can absolutely say um, that applies with personal things too. Mm-hmm. I, I <clears throat> when I figured out that the universe was trying to tell me that this girl I had seen once a week for three weeks in a row that the universe was trying to tell me maybe this was something important. And you know, followed up on it. Um, well, we've been married for seven years now. Congratulations! Together for yeah. yeah, we've been together for like fourteen. It's it's mm-hmm. ridiculous, right?
1: Right. But if you hadn't said, you know, what's going on here, mm-hmm. and just let mm-hmm. it pass, you know, what would yeah. you what would you have done? You know, where would you be?
0: I have no idea because I I absolutely refuse to look down that potential path. So <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> All right, thinking thinking along the whole luck and uh, and you know success comes. There's a there's there's the um, often easy for people but sad question, and that is how do you deal with failure or when you miss that goal or mm-hmm. when the luck doesn't break, right?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it it's it's challenging. You know, it does suck, mm-hmm. um, and that but it does happen um oh, yeah. you know i think um i i don't think ever in the moment do i like sound this good about it right no one um, does no <laughs> you know you just you are you get frustrated you get upset you get nervous you get mm-hmm. you fear the world is ending um all the the things but you um but in retrospect you know with with mm-hmm. distance you know it all kind of works out Um, and you can kind of get through it. I mean, even the toughest of times, um, and you sometimes have to make really tough decisions or, or change your course completely, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, things have a way of working out. Um, and it doesn't mean that, you know, everything's rainbows and unicorns, but it, you know, things, things will work out partially because Mm -hmm. you're making them work out and you're reading the situation and, you know, it's like. It's like surfing, right? You know, you're riding the oh, wave yeah. and, um, and if the wave tosses you, you got to get back up. Um, and, um, but anyway, I don't know. That's not any great advice. Cause it's sure in the moment I would sound like a, you know, I'd, I'd sound awful.
0: And as like, I haven't surfed in, well, let's not think about how long it's been since I was last <laughs> on a surfboard, but yeah, if it's, you know, that fifth or sixth time you've just, missed it completely and, and hit and basically eaten sand. Um, it's no fun. It really isn't. Mm-hmm. It, it is, you know, frustrating keeping, keeping along the, the, the surfing, but then you, if you're lucky or if you've finally figured it out or whatever, and you hit that wave and you hit that sweet spot, it's just the best feeling in the world. Which is a great lead in, wow, I am so good uh, <laughs> to the other side of the coin right we've We've talked about failure, but what about success? Do you celebrate your successes, and if so, how do you celebrate those successes
1: yeah it's it's a hard thing to do because you're always mm-hmm. like you know focused on the next thing on the next thing, on yep. the next thing yep. um so I'm trying more and more to take a moment to take a breath and Mm -hmm. just like, just say it out loud when something goes well, just repeat it. Um, You know, talk about it at the dinner table. Like this is a good thing. And this means a lot of good things. Um, And in our company, we've started to do every week, we ask people to take pride in something about their work for the week and people raise their hands and boy, are they some of the most amazing things, (laughs) you know, from, you know, since we, we employ a lot of journalists, people are, mm-hmm. you know, are doing reporting at the white house and finding out, wow. you know, important stories about our community and getting mm-hmm. them covered, um, to getting a, you know, a great celebrity interview or, um, you know, a, a, you know, creating a fun little social thing. Like today, today in one of our meetings, you know, we, somebody created a little, thing that was about a meme and has blown up on our social accounts and <laughs> t- taking those moments to let the person take pride in it. And everybody mm-hmm. else listen to that and say, you know, good for you. Um, Oh yeah. You gotta, gotta do those because again, going back to, like you said, the other side of the coin, mm-hmm. when those bad days come, um, they're bad. So you have to have the good days and you want to say it out mm-hmm. loud so that you can, of uh, your, your own ears hear it.
0: I am um, from one of my, my other list, uh, other interviews, this was years ago. Um, I've started keeping a, a kudos folder in my email mm. as a reminder. So when I get that, thank you for helping, or you did a really good job on this, I shove it in. And if I'm having a bad day or things just aren't working out, I can go back and I look and say, you know what? I can do this. Look how awesome I've been in the past.
1: That's awesome. You know? I love that idea.
0: Yeah. I, I forget who I, who I, um, borrowed it from. Let's use the polite term on that one, Bart. But
1: But yeah, let's pass it on. I think that's a great, great, great way of going about it.
0: um, Well, that actually is all of the tough official questions. Um, The one thing we ask all our guests, um, because we don't need money. We've, we're, we're incredibly privileged right now. And uh, so we're not asking people to give us money, but we do want our listeners to give money to people who need it way more than we do. And so um, do you have a charity our listeners could give to uh, this week instead of giving us money?
1: Absolutely. I Mm -hmm. I think you should check out family equality. It's at familyequality.org. And they're an organization that is trying to make a world where everyone can start or grow their family um, regardless if they're, uh, you know, an LGBT person or someone else. Um, there's a lot of laws. There's a lot of, um, barriers that are placed in front of, uh, young LGBTQ folks who want to start a family and they're working to make sure that those families can connect with each other, Mm -hmm. that they, that the, they know how to work around the laws if there are laws or, Work within the laws, if there are laws. Yeah. Um, it's an a, incredibly great organization, and and you know every dollar goes to support really amazing work. So familyequality.org is the organization.
0: Yeah, we, having having been through one of the fights, um, I'm based in North Carolina, so you know we had a couple years ago we had the fight mm-hmm. um, uh, over marriage equality, and uh, if it weren't for the Supreme Court at the time, it wouldn't have you know, it, it would still be on the books. Um, and I think what they're doing is very important, especially now that so many um, individual rights, individuals rights are under attack. So I, I think this is absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And it's uh, it's a great organization. So familyequality.org is it. Yeah. Check it out.
0: Well, cool. Um, that That's all the official questions. So you must have more exciting stuff than just the websites going on.
1: Well, Um, you know, you know, the websites we're doing so much great content, but I think probably mm -hmm. the thing that we're most excited about right now Mm -hmm. is, um, we've been producing a documentary series called authentic voices of pride. You can find it at LGBTQNation.com. Just click on the top authentic voices of pride. And we've been going around and digging deep into key topics that are of importance to the LGBTQ community, including one of the ones we just talked about family equality about, uh-huh. um, you know, LGBTQ people who want to start a family, but we also talked about professional sports and how LGBTQ people are, are more and more getting involved in professional sports uh-huh. to, uh, raising, a, a raising, a, a queer kid to, uh, what is it like to be in a, a you know, someone who's in their seventies and having to consider going into, um, assisted living or into care Mm -hmm. as a queer person. So we're digging deep into these topics, doing articles about them, doing documentaries about them and wherever, you know, you don't have to be an LGBTQ person to, to be curious about these issues and
0: how, how,
1: how, and what, uh, are these issues and how and what are people navigating them and we've told amazing stories uh, the most recent of which is is small town life we went to the Shenandoah Valley oh wow and, yeah and chronicled folks that um mm-hmm. a trans person and a and a woman leading uh, a local center there and healthcare affairs mm-hmm. for the LGBTQ community and you know most people when they think about small towns you know that they, they, they say they always get the question well why are you still here why haven't you moved to a big city and it's like well, I don't want to move to a big city they want to they want to yeah. live where their family mm-hmm. is they want to live where they were raised and mm-hmm. but they also want to be able to live their lives freely and so it's an incredibly i find it so fascinating and uh it, you know it's an it's such an amazing story so it's lgbtqnation.com authentic voices mm-hmm. of pride and you can check that one out that's called small town life um, and there's so many more of them on so many topics. So I encourage everyone to do that. I'm oh, talk yeah. about taking pride in the work we're doing. That's, mm-hmm. I'm pretty proud of what we've done there. And, uh, and it's incredibly entertaining, fun to watch, but also really <laughs> educational. Yeah.
0: And, uh, certainly, uh, I appreciate taking the time to amplify the voices that wouldn't normally be heard as well. Um, cause there is, there is that sort of understanding that it must be terrible in the South or the Southeast or the Southwest or, you know, these more conservative regions and and being able to show people who are doing work and enjoying Mm -hmm. that is, is so valuable.
1: Yeah. Um, It's an incorrect assumption that everything's mm -hmm. horrible. I mean, there's definitely challenges and there's, you know, we definitely want to see more acceptance and better laws and, you know, it is a, you know, there's a fight and a struggle, but it doesn't mean that life isn't amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I have a friend who is a a, um, uh, a trans man who is a shepherd, um, mm-hmm. lives just down the road, seven acres, you know, sheep, and and is over here all the time to borrow like well electricity, um, but <laughs> you know that's but they are so happy mm-hmm. there, and you know to assume that obviously you live in these terrible places, you must be miserable is is ob- absolutely wrong, right?
1: absolutely absolutely so and and i think it's something for all of us to learn so getting to Uh getting to see these different voices has been um oh yeah been incredibly rewarding and you know i say check it out
0: cool um well that's everything then
1: well that's wonderful thank you very much for taking the time and chatting with me and um you know it's uh it's I, I get to do. It's fun to get to to do what I do, which is mm-hmm. helping, like you said, amplifying these voices, getting the word out, educating folks, um, but also you know creating something that you know eight million people come to our websites each each and every month, and getting yeah. to create that and use all those tools we were talking about. Use the mm-hmm. the or you know use those organizational skills. Use you know <laughs> ride the wave of luck and you know and with a hopefully. A, I think I have skill, and and keep track of it all. Move the move the ball downfield. You know I'm going to use yeah, all the metaphors yeah. I used, and uh, it, it's <laughs> it's a joy to be able to get to do that, and it's uh-huh. and I love getting to share it, and I love um, I love the idea of other people getting to do what they're passionate about, and yeah, yeah. you know you can do it, and so um, I always encourage people to go for it
0: yeah and and open invitation if you want to come back, you just say the word we will make that happen. this has been so much fun.
1: Awesome. Well thank you yeah. so much and uh, and uh, thanks so yeah. thanks a lot.
0: Yeah, no, thank you very much and uh, and for the people at home, we will be right back after this. Okay. So, uh, this is actually my second time recording the end of the show because I am so fried from (laughs) being on for two days that, uh, I, I, was just rambling and going places. And so I figured I would, uh, I would roll that back and try again. Um, thank you, Scott, for coming on the show. Uh, it was an amazing interview and I am looking forward to being able to speak with you again in the future. Um, so, yeah, no, and I hope everybody enjoyed it as much as I did. So, hey, how about that word? Uh The word this week is World Fantasy, and you can go to productivityalchemy.com, and you can enter World Fantasy in that little box that says uh badge code, and you will get a badge for this week. And in the spirit of, you know, uh, open things all things open uh, open culture because we're creative commons licensed so we're open so we're free culture um here at productivity alchemy we uh you know uh we issue open badges and you can find out more about open badges what they are how to get more of them uh which is mostly by listening to the show at (laughs) at productivityalchemy.com um you can also while you're there you can look at at Uh, the other badges that are out there and we have some special badges and we've got a badge for every episode. Um, And, uh, and I think it's pretty cool. Uh, The other things you can see are like the show notes for this episode, for prior episodes, you should be able to listen to old episodes, prior episodes, old episodes, whatever, um, while you're there. And then there's that link that, uh, uh, that says about where it shows things like you can find out why I do this Crazy podcast thing, or you know who Ursula and I are, and then there's the support button yeah the the support link don't don't click that honestly don't click that we're good we're 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 fine if that ever changes believe me, you'll know you'll hear about it <laughs> you'll hear about it not just on the show you'll hear about all kinds of places um, instead uh what you should do you should give money to some people who are Um, trying to make a world where everyone can start and grow with their family, which I think is, is an important thing. If you want to have a family, you should be allowed to do that. And you should be able to grow your family in, in, you know, in, in healthy ways, uh, no matter who you are. So, as Scott said, I want you to go to familyequality.org and I want you to contribute to them. I want you to go see the LGBTQ Nation dot com, um, Equality Nation, and, uh, check out that documentary. Um, and, uh, you know, all of the things that they're doing over there, this is, this is important work. And I really think it's important that you support it. So, um, go do that, please. Pretty please. Um, so now I'm going to take my, I've been on for two days brain. I'm going to finish making this podcast for you. And then I'm going to go pack because I am getting on an airplane in the morning for World Fantasy Con. If you're going to World Fantasy Con, uh, find me. I will have Productivity Alchemy stickers and cards with the I Met Kevin badge code on them. Um, And the only way to get that is to meet me in person and get handed a card. Um, And, uh, yeah, that's about it. So that's how I'm being productive because productivity has so many ways and shapes and forms. And so you get out there and do your best to uh, uh, be productive No matter what that looks like.